Hello, ladies and ladies and gentlemen. It's me, Jake. It's episode 142. I've had some technical difficulties with the uh, garage band, and I think I've corrected those now. Thank goodness. Because, hello. <laughs> All right, so, listen, Nigel's back this week. I've got a busy week. I'm preparing for my trips this weekend, June 5, 6, and 7. I'm going to be in New York City, Gotham Comedy Club. Then I'm going to London. Have you heard? I'm going to London. I'm going to be at the Soho Theater, June 23 to 29. I'm pretty sure those are the dates now. And you can go to my site and link to the Soho Theater site and search for me and find... We can find each other in London and enjoy ourselves overseas in another country. Try not to cause too much trouble. I don't want to get thrown out of a country. Um, so that's coming up. And then, of course, right before I leave... The washing machine has decided it's not it's not going to work. So I've unhooked hoses and I've hooked up hoses and I've squirted out the exhaust, the empty tube, which smells terrible. It smells terrible in the washing machine drain tube. Uh, let me just tell you that right now. And I don't think that's my fault. Um, so I've got to go to, while you're listening to me talk to Nigel, I'm going to be driving to the appliance repair store. To find out if the man there can give me some inside knowledge on how to fix this thing myself, or if I have to call and have some Russian gangsters come over to take a look at it. That's always a good time. But it's International Week here on the Jake This of Jake Johansson podcast. Okay, here's Nigel. Thanks for listening. Here we go. Maybe I do. Okay, know. Nigel. Yes, it's on. It's happening. Yeah, we're Boom. doing a podcast now. We're doing it. I'm in the squeaky oh, chair. Do you f yeah. Well, it's okay. You can just <laughs> I'm, that chair is one of those chairs. I got it at the Relax the Back store. Did you? Wait, does it have a massager in that, it? No, it doesn't have oh. a massager, but it goes completely horizontal so that it's in. Uh, so oh. that you're, that, that what they told me was your spine is gravityless. Like all the weight on your spine is going. Yeah. Perpendicular to your spine well, yeah, instead you're of lying right down, down your spine. Right. So you're lying so down. That's... But in a way where your legs, you know, your legs are kind of going up and then out at the knees. So supposedly it's like being weightless in an astronaut or, or not weight. Anyway, they, they got some way of explaining yeah. it to you that causes you that to give them a thousand it. fucking dollars. <laughs> and now it's in your garage. Now, yeah, but mine <laughs> isn't in my garage. It's in this no. room. Well, it's in this room, yeah. But I could get by with a much smaller chair than that but uh -huh. i still haven't figured out how to amortize my way you know what this chair would look good in your apartment ah it? is that did your wife tell you to say that <laughs> yeah well no it's if, a, if you decide to live down here yeah you know, i could just keep i could put this in there sure sure just sit um, in it for a while see how you like it right i'll let you know how my you spine like feels me after. back you got a truck i was at uh i was at a party uh, um a few days ago and no i'm serious a, let's go get your truck and take this chair <laughs> just load it up i'm trying to avoid this conversation jake i'm trying to <laughs> segue into it. something what else. you're doing yeah uh so you were at a party and yeah and they had a, one of those massage chairs uh-huh like the chair that you sit in that you hit the button yeah. and it starts like it's got the re like the the mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. nub things that work around in your back 
pretty i didn't i sat there like almost the whole party yeah it was like the most are... anti-social i was like i wish i never sat in this chair because i don't want to talk to anybody anymore you think that here. those things are going to be terrible until you sit down and you're like this is pretty nice again though it's the thing that it's... caught and then you next thing you know you're writing a check for twenty five hundred dollars for that yeah thing, right and then but then i think once you have it too you probably never use it it's no, like one of those things that you, you buy it, it. And then some guy shows up at your party and just sits in the chair the whole time, and you're like, eh. "Well, I used to sit in that chair when it was in the house. I would I would crank it back and lie down, but there's not it's a little confined in here, so I can't lie down and crank it back. I don't know yeah. why I have it. I'm going through. You know, I'm reading a lot of books about minimalizing and getting rid of things <laughs> that you're you don't not doing need, it. But I'm not. Doing you're it. just shuffling your stuff around. I minimalizing is to... is like actually getting rid of it, not just moving it from like one room to another. What? Well, you're minimizing like the other room, but mm -hmm. then when you put it in this room, you're maximizing. Yeah, I see what you mean now. Kind of. I see what you mean. But the good news is you could minimize this room and and sort of maximize a different space. No, there's no place for that to go except for your place. I'm so excited. Oh, I thought man. about that. Okay. Um, well, we'll see. So, do, how was your weekend? Your Did you have any Memorial Day weekend good. festivities? I did. I went to a party. On Monday, went to a barbecue. Oh, it's too late it's for Memorial fun. Day talk. This isn't coming out until a week after. Oh, man. Everybody's going to be like, wait. Are so they pretend you just went to a, na a barbecue. Yeah. Pretend. pretend What's the great thing about barbecues? A, I don't know. I think, well, the weird thing to me is that it's Memorial Day. Day weekend, but yeah. people are celebrating. Like people are kind of part. Like they're. It's like beer and hot dogs and people getting drunk and playing volleyball. I know, it seems we're, like an odd holiday to. We're supposed to be commemorating our veterans. Well, I don't think it's. I think it's just all of our lost, lost soul people, fallen right? soldiers. Is it just soldiers? Because I thought that was Veterans Day. I'm not. I'm not clear on the Veterans Day though. Is well, Veterans Day is for the living. Memorial Day. Memorial Day is for the deceased. Yeah, the I deceased believe. soldiers. Yeah. So yeah, I I get it. Too. It's not quite as somber as it seems like it should be. Well, I was in Washington D.C. Yeah. where they have oh well, yeah. um, this thing Rolling Thunder. They have all these bikers from all over the country show up and they block off the streets down by the National Mall, down by the what where the Washington Monument yeah. and the Lincoln Memorial are. They block the streets off and these guys on their bikes with their girlfriends just. The, they thunder. just thunder down there and we happened to be we were there the day before the rolling thunder my friend frank and i who was a guest on last week's podcast and we were walking to a museum and we just got caught these guys were having a practice thunder or something and you know <laughs> they still thunder. had the road closed and it was like oh my god and it's so loud it just is it's too i hate to be an old guy but it's happens to you yeah i'm an old guy it's like i can't deal the bikes are like duck, duck. you know how when one motorcycle goes by and you're trying to have a conversation yeah. and it sort of annoys you imagine just blocks and blocks of them going by and the light changes for them to stop and you to cross the street but there's a cop there who goes no they're they're going to keep going and you're just going to have to wait like three four lights before there's a gap and then you can kind of scamper across yeah which you don't want to do yeah Not but good... somehow those guys on their motorcycles are honoring our fallen heroes. That's that's the. I think it started off as a Vietnam vets on motorcycles were coming to yeah. honor their buddies, but now it's just anybody it's just with a bike shows up. This is what we're all doing. It's like a loud parade. But again, I hate. I don't want to antagonize Sober. any bikers. Those no. are the last guys. I used to be a biker, so yeah. 
I'm on their side in terms of that. <laughs> in terms of being a biker, I'm on their side. In terms of me running side. across the road. Except the noises bother me now. Could you quiet but... <laughs> it down a little bit or do yeah, that I'm in the bu- evening time when I'm not here? Yeah, that would be cool to see, but I get you with the noise thing. Mm-hmm. There's... Yeah, it's it's yeah cuz one is noisy. I can't I I can't say I've experienced that. The What's thunder. the noisiest thing that you've ever attended? Noisiest thing? I you ever know, go to a tractor a pull? It's got to be kind of, No, I've never been to a tractor pull. You know what's noisy though is like speaking of in in the theme of sort of Memorial Days, the you know the old planes, like the old bombers and stuff. Mm-hmm. When you hear those things flying, they get out. And they there's get like, those out and crank them up on Memorial Day. Yeah, yeah. They and and because we're near the airport here, the the Santa Monica Airport, there's mm-hmm. a lot of people that have private planes and they own those kind of old, yeah. like the old bombers and the old fighter planes and stuff. And they take them out and fly them. And like one of those flying on its own is so noisy. I mean, you can hear it. Yeah, forever. So imagine, like, during the war when there was hundreds of those things in the sky. I mean, how do you, like, how do you pull a sneak attack? I was just like, how do they... You raise a good point, Nigel. The war was pretty noisy. Yeah, it was a noisy time. people shooting guns also. Oh, there's guns. Don't forget. Yeah, Yeah, and the bombs. Like, when those bombs go off, that's Mm got to be loud. Yeah. The war is noisy. It's, you really, if you're going to a war... It's going to be pretty noisy. Take some earplugs, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, when you fly in the plane, that's why they're where, you know, you see the pilots with that headset on. Yeah. And then the little microphone in front. That's because it's so So noisy noisy. in the damn plane. I thought it was just in a jet. I thought it was just great music. Yeah, in a new plane, it's just great music. You've got your beats, headphones on. They're just listening to some, it's your iPod. Hendrix or something. I don't even know the new music, so I got to go with Jimi Hendrix. But yeah, those loud ones, man, I can't imagine. That's talk about your thunder. Alley thing, whatever it was. I forget. Thunder. You ever been to a drag race? I've never been to a drag race. Have you? I've been to a lot of things you haven't been to. Yeah. Yeah. Well, monster trucks were never my thing. Because I mean, the drag race is not the same as monster trucks. No, no, I know they're two different things. They're for for different age children. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, the monster trucks, it's like because they're they're driving over cars. They're crushing cars, and it's more of a show than it is. They make it seem like it's a competition, but it's really a show. It's like the Harlem Globetrotters. It's the same. Yeah. Ten monster trucks battling it out to be the best monster truck every every time. Did you see like the truckosaurus thing? Like the one that is a truck and then turns into a giant robot, like stands up and breathes fire. I didn't get to see that. No, I'm, I, don't, I think the last time when I went to Monster Truck, either the Truckosaurus was being repaired or it was pre-Truckosaurus, yeah, which is I've something seen... interesting because it's named after a dinosaur, but it's modern. Yeah. Truckosaurus is a modern thing. It's phenomenon. a modern thing. Mm-hmm. You're not going to find any of those fossils. No, because metal rusts. Yeah. And it's just burning up the fossil fuels. Hey, am I right? Uh, yeah. Those things, I've never seen one either, but I've just seen it in the ad. Yeah, it's well, and this is the other thing. Them. When I went to the monster truck thing, and don't think we're not going to talk about drag racing because we are. Yeah, but when I went to the monster truck thing, um, it, they were so strict about you can't take any photos or videos. Like I had a, you could take still photos, but you couldn't take any videos. And I had a little camera. It, this was before all, everybody's cell phone had a video camera on it, and uh, I had a little camera thing and i and i shot a little tiny video and they came up someone saw me and came up and said did you do the video and i said no i didn't i I lied and i said no i didn't and they said because if you did you need to erase it you're not allowed to shoot videos are you sure you didn't shoot a video like like i'm a child why are they worried about the video because they're afraid that um 
Oh, you're going to show it. You're going to have a private screening. Go, like, oh, I don't want to go to the monster truck thing because I saw a tiny screen as big as a dollar bill of yeah. some monster trucks and it didn't look that good. Or spoil spoiler alert, uh, yeah. you know, I found out that the grave digger was going to win again right. or whatever. I don't know. It's they're crazy. It's like old school show business <laughs> yeah, people are trying to police yeah. new school show business. Like everybody's their response is to try and patent everything. I went online to try and watch uh, a Letterman from the, the last week. I was going to watch the whole episode with the um, uh, everybody loves Ray Romano on it, and uh, it wouldn't let me. It said you got to subscribe to CBS Prime or whatever it is. And then you go to the CBS Prime and it says, would you like to start your trial membership? And I felt like, well, maybe what's it cost if I have to start paying for it? And you can't find out anywhere on CBS's website what it's going to cost until you get – got to keep clicking up. into, yes, I'm signing up. And I, it was like, I, I want to know – I just want to know what it costs before I get into my free trial. And so I had to go out of the – off CBS and go into Google and Google what it costs. It's like six bucks a month. To watch CBS shows, to watch, you know, you whatever they got. for free. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, if you, <laughs> you can be bothered watch. to set your stupid DVR or, or yeah. you know, I got to buy one of those antennas. I'm, we're trying to decide if we're going to cut the cord. But that now they want to charge you so much for high-speed internet that it doesn't make complete sense to cut the cord. But I, I still... You keep the package? Yeah. I... Yeah, I don't, I don't know why. I guess a lot of people don't care about how much things cost anymore. Like, you just throw your credit card down. You're like, I'm signing up. I want it. They sign up but for I'm things same, that cost $6 all the time. Yeah, it's one of those weird things. that I'm the same way. I look at it. I'm like, wait, how much does this cost? Like, I don't. But then I have friends that, you know, like, you're just at the barbecue or whatever. They're like, just, just sign up for CBS to get the app right now. Do it. And yeah. And I'm kind of like, wait, what is the what's the implications of what, how long do I have to sign up? Is this one of those things that and when do I have to cancel it? And when do I have to cancel it? All you're that not drunk enough. If you're thinking about when you got to cancel it. <laughs> well, no, I think some people just don't, they don't think about those things. They just go for it. They're like, just do it. Yeah. I wish do it. I, part of me wants to be more like those people. And part of me thinks yeah. that those people are not doing life. Right. Yeah. But, but I definitely, I definitely am slightly jealous of that whole like, yeah, I signed up. You know, those guys, you know, when you're out with somebody and they're like, oh, you're on the plane flying home from somewhere and they're like, I think I left my credit card at the bar last night. <laughs> yeah, I know. And the, those are then, the guys, I just love those guys like because they, they opened a tab and they've been buying drinks for everybody and then they yeah. just go home and go to bed yeah. and then wake up the next morning and get, now they're on the plane flying home and that's when they realize like, uh -huh. oh, I gotta call that bar when we land. And, but then they're not even worried about it because for those guys, it all works out. Like It's they, already happened. This I know. This thing has already happened to them. This is the third time I've done this so I, I already know. know how it works. And you know what usually happens it's usually like the guy sitting by is like wait is your name Dave? you did leave i got your card i picked it up from the bar here you go and he's like oh thanks man i can't <laughs> two rows behind yeah you he's like plane. what are the odds thanks that's great let me yeah. buy you a drink i'll give no you already card. did buy me a drink <laughs> i put around for all my friends on this thing before yeah. but <laughs> i was gonna actually, I, actually <laughs> I was going back to columbus to <laughs> charge a bunch of drinks on your card i actually saw you at the gate but i held on to it a little longer just to buy these couple of rounds for my friends yeah, the whole front of the yeah. plane is having Sammys on you. Yeah, I know. Those those are the kind of people that just, their life just falls together, falls into place. Either it does or it doesn't. I'm not sure. Or maybe at some point it really falls apart in a massive way. I'm, that's, like. that's why I've never, that's why I've resisted <laughs> becoming one of those guys because that's my, that's my underlying belief is that those li guys' lives are going to fall apart someday and I just... 
Yeah. I don't, I don't want my life to fall apart. But then guess what, Nigel? What? Our lives are going to fall apart. When the apocalypse we comes, are it's all turning into worm food. Even prior to that, every, we're all heading towards our own yeah. personal apocalypse. That's true. I had a friend one time, we were kind of talking about this kind of thing, and he was like, what would you do if, like, if you just came into a, like a windfall of money right now, like you won the mm-hmm. lottery or, or, you know, sold a TV show or something, something big happened. And then, mm-hmm. and I was like, Oh, I don't know. I guess I kind of would be able to account for that, like plan for that. And I would, you know, do this or that or the other thing. And he's, I was like, why would you do it? He's like, I'd blow it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, really? He's like, Oh yeah. He's like, I'm an idiot. He's like, I would just, I would get a private jet and like take everybody. He's like, I just know I would, I'd be so stupid with it. Well, and they- I was like, well, it's good that you know that about yourself i guess it's fun i'm like i yeah. hope you do win it because we're friends so i want to get on that private jet with you yeah, to just it's gonna be great go to some island somewhere and you know rent out uh rent out uh sir richard branson's island and, and just go go nuts on yeah, it yeah i feel like i'm too i i I'm too wary of that kind of mistake, so yeah, I don't even do things that I probably could afford. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like when I go to the gas station, for the longest time I was getting the cheapest gas, and then I realized, like, I can get that two more octane for a dollar a tank. You know what? I'm going to live a little. I'm going to let my car, because I do think it's maybe better for your car to get it's a little higher. Not, that's it's all not. a scam. So I've bought into their bullshit. Yeah, you're wasting a dollar, Jake. I'm being an advantage of You might as well just account. leave your credit card at the bar. Or give the bartender that dollar <laughs> instead yeah. of the big oil companies, <sighs> you know? Do you think Dick Cheney needs my dollar? He doesn't. See, that's an interesting question, because I've always, I, I've always, I mean, you should put the right octane in your car, right? That's what they say. You look at the thing, because whatever the manufacturer is yep. like, hey, you got to use this level mm-hmm. of octane for your car. Mm-hmm. But some people don't. Some people just go, screw it, I'm putting the cheap gas in. But then, see, I don't know if you get worse gas mileage, because if you're not getting the right octane, your engine's not running at the well, right, which is what they tell you, but is that actually true? Somebody send us an email. Who's a science guy? Where's Bill Nye? <laughs> yeah. What is, or a I, mechanic? Well, the thing is, you could figure that out for yourself. You, yeah, you, you could, could fill, fill up tank your car two, three times with the and low keep octane. track of your mileage. But who has got the time for that, Nigel? I'd yeah. rather have a government grant and hire some college kids in Oklahoma to do this for us. Yeah, me you know? too. I'll tell you this with my giant truck. Well, I was driving through Montana one time, mm-hmm. and they have like low, even lower octane than normal. I think they have like 85 or something. Like they, they sell like gas. Really? You can buy just, the 85 or is it 85, but then they fortify it with ethanol to take it up to 87? No, it's 85. Like it's 85 because here you can only get what, 87, 89, 91? I think that's right. Yeah. Something. And there it's like. <laughs> you can buy racing gas over in the. Jet fuel. <laughs> over, in, over in the canyon, in the, Mount, or the Santa Monica Canyon. Uh-huh. There used to be a gas station in there. I don't know if it's still there, but. But you used to be able to buy 101 octane, like racing gas, like av- really? aviation gas is basically what it is. Oh, yeah. What does that do to your car? It makes it burn hot. It's not good. If you put it in your regular car, it makes it burn super hot. It's oh, not yeah. Good for your your, yeah. But anyways, on the che- I get the I got better fuel economy on the worst octane gas. Mm hmm. Maybe that's because your gas. truck was engineered for the shitty, shitty gas. Maybe. It's like, hey, feed this thing shit. Mm-hmm. And it loves it. 
put put a bunch of garbage in that tank and see what happens. I would be ready to go back to horses, you know, because the awesome thing about horses, you just stop and they eat some grass and drink some water out of a puddle and you're good to go. The only problem with horses is they got personalities. They're cantankerous. Every time I've gone horseback riding, I've had a kind of a conflict, a personality conflict with a horse. Yeah, they're jerks. Yeah, I remember like my some of my family back home has a ranch and like like my I mean that's my great grandfather settled there and they had a ranch and it's still operating like through the family it's still running and that's what one of them was like I was like, Do you guys have any horse anymore? They're like, No, it's all motorcycles now. We do it all on, you know, quads or those dirt quads, bikes. So, those quads. Yeah, bikes. and I was like, Really? And they were like, Yeah, it's just more reliable. Like horses are, you know, they're just all of a sudden like, Hey, screw you, I don't want to do this or whatever. You're like a right. horses bike, can you just, be assholes. Yeah, they can be jerks. Yeah. But you just put some gas in that thing, ride around, does whatever you tell it to do. Yeah, well, as it's long not, as they're gas until the big electro thermoelectromagnetic pulse yeah. takes out all of our, you know, batteries. Yeah. Or the, uh, or of course we run out of fossil fuels. I don't think we're going to run out of fossil fuels. No, there's I think tons. Are, we're going to. Well, look, Truckosaurus still that. going strong. <laughs> Truckosaurus. As long as you can still go watch the monster trucks, we're fine, everybody. We don't have anything. As long as that Truckosaurus is rearing, mm. it's getting up yeah. on its haunches and Shooting belching fire into yeah. the top of some kind of enclosed stadium, mm. we've got nothing to mm. worry about. That's Just right. fill up your tank and yep. go head to the beach for a good yep. time, summer Put that lighter fluid on the barbecue. Yep. Grab some hot a little dogs. bit gets on your hot dog. That adds ah, flavor. Yeah. Get a nice green wiener with some blue on it. You know all those mm. all those bright Delicious. colors. Yes. Delicious. Yeah. I yeah. I think uh, I think we're fine. I don't think we're gonna. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not worried about the apocalypse today. Most I'm days I am, but today I'm not. Everybody's Maybe worried this about coffee. It's pretty good. It is good coffee. I do like this coffee. I hope we don't run out of coffee. I feel like we're yeah. going to run out of, I don't know, I'm, everybody's switching to the battery thing, which I don't... What do you mean the battery thing? Well, everybody's going electric, right? Electric cars, electric bikes. Well, yeah, but... That's I, a big thing. I would... I know, feel like I that's where worse. You can lease an electric car for, I think it's 150 bucks a month, lease payment, no money down, three-year lease. It's so cheap. I'm thinking about selling the uh, Mini Cooper and get and just leasing an electric... Is it one of those, like, is it a golf cart? It's no, it's not a golf cart. It's, it's a, a regular car, but probably only has like a hundred mile radius. But yeah, that's we the have thing. the other gas gas car. Yeah, that we could rely on. Yeah, that's the other thing. Electric cars have their limitations, right? You can only go so far. Well, now they do, and then who knows what happens to those batteries? Well, you the know, bad, they're full of the... rare earth metals that little Chinese children are I know. breaking fingernails, digging out of the ground. This and, isn't you know. a better solution. It isn't. I like, don't Because the think batteries, so. I mean, when is a, like, batteries are not good for the environment. Making batteries aren't good. And, like, when when have you ever had a battery last more than three years? If horses weren't assholes, horses are a great solution. I mean, you, yeah. you want to talk about, forget about the sun. A horse, you just turn him loose on your neighbor's hedge. Yeah. And he's good to go. Yeah, you don't have right? to have a lawnmower anymore. Right, but then sometimes he's not good to go. It's true. You got to be friends with a horse. That's the other thing. People can barely, I can barely make friends with people besides you and my family. Yeah. To make friends with a horse, they can't even talk except for Mr. Ed, and he's yeah. made up. They Sometimes they look like they're talking, though, which is pretty nice. Yeah. I do like it when horses look like they're talking, when they're flapping their mouths around like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they get something caught in their teeth or whatever they're they eating. They some big teeth. I've never had a horse try to bite me, but I understand that's a thing. No, I had a horse kick too. me once. That hurts. Kick you? Yeah, I got kicked by a horse once when I was a kid. Not a full-on right in the chest. Yeah, it got me right in the... But when you're a kid, I think you're pretty rubbery. Like your bones don't 
break, but yeah. And you're light me. too, so that hoof hits yeah, you. Yeah, you, like it you start me. flying. <laughs> yeah, like it turns into potential <laughs> energy. You don't just absorb it <laughs> yeah. and then got to dig the hoof out of your chest. You go yeah. flying. Yeah. Yeah. That's great being a kid. Yeah, getting kicked by horses, running around. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, that guy wasn't my friend, but that's true. He was he was pissed off because uh, he was next to another horse that he didn't like. That's why he and I just happened to be I was collateral damage. I was that's just walking the thing. by. These horses not only are they assholes to us, but they got they get super competitive with the other horses. Yeah. When we were we were on vacation in Costa Rica, we went horseback riding, and my horse just got pissed off that another horse was gonna was next to him was going to go in front of him my horse was just like i don't think so and just took off galloping and then he knew that i was not a good i i wasn't he i it wasn't credible you were slowing him down i was he pulling to get back rid of on you. my reins as hard as i could and the horse was going <laughs> you don't you're not the boss of me yeah well that's the thing is like they're they're pretty strong those horses you know like, I mean, you're strong. You got a bit in his mouth, whatever. Like, you can pull back on that. But when you feel a horse's neck, like, that's not. Yeah, it. well, the idea is that that bit hurts enough that the horse is going to slow down to get you to yeah. cut it out. But this horse was but, like, no, I'm getting more out of this than yeah. you are. Yeah, sometimes I'm they're enjoying, like, no, I don't I'm even care. to take that mouth pain yeah. to try and scare the living crap out of you. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> of course, I don't know what the horse was thinking, but I'm pretty sure it was something like that. It might have been that. You might have been inside the horse's head. I don't think our horse is pretty smart. Well. They're not that smart. I mean, we ride them around, so they're not. Well, they don't. They resist that. Look, I would say that that we're smarter than horses, but then again. Who knows what's rolling around in there? Who knows? I feel like scientists have worked on it. They put a probe in their brain and see, like, yeah, are we at that, are we at that stage with technology smart. now? Is there an app that you can just, like, put your phone on a horse's head and the app tells you what he's thinking? Look, here's the deal, Nige. What? You, I'm going to feed you for the rest of your life, wash you off, take care of you. Uh-huh. You get to sleep <laughs> indoors. All you got to do is let a dude ride you. <laughs> <laughs> is that dude you <laughs> no are you trying to get it's rid of your mini cooper it's gotta and be... use me to just you're gonna ride me no, just to the to improv i think you're like is that is that another comedian nope that's my ride literally i rode him here from oh, santa monica he's... he works for room and board he's got a lot of free time but right now he's at my disposal. you got somewhere he can cool off he's really sweating give him some water yeah, get so... a bag of oats so basically, you got to ride someone around who's a tenth of you, tenth of your weight, or you know, like like a ten twenty percent of your weight. So so you know, like a you child. Weigh, let's say you weigh two hundred pounds. You uh-huh. got to you got to haul somebody around who weighs you know, let's say let's say more than twenty pounds, but less than forty pounds. Okay, and you got to do that uh, all day. Really? Maybe not all day. Not so, like, sometime. if I work for you, I could, like, take your daughter to school. I could, like, pack her no, around. No, my to, like, daughter piano weighs 70 pounds. Nice. Se- okay, 70. Yeah, you don't heavy. have to take her. You're, uh, we're talking about, like, a, a, like a baby? two-year-old or something. Yeah. Oh, okay. We're talking about a little little tiny person. And not just piggyback ride. We're going to have a custom-made saddle, saddle. belt for you. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be like that. I think, you ever uh, see that backpack thing that people haul their, their kid around in? in? Yeah, it's going to be like that. I saw a guy with that the other day. He was walking the beach. He was just walking down the beach with his baby stuck Here's the downside, though. It's not just you walking around doing whatever you want to do with a baby on your back or a 20, 30-pound kid on your back. 
that kid is the boss of you. Right. <laughs> you got he, a thing in your mouth. He gets Maybe a crop. Have a thing in he your gets mouth. a crop to hit you with. Like faster. Mm. No, he just gets. A, he's got a. He's got a rope that's attached. One's attached to your left elbow. One's to your right elbow. So oh, he so gives that like a little a... tug, and you, you get to turn left or right depending on what he wants. Wait. So now and I'm like a Frankenstein machine. I'm like a weird Frankenstein machine. The kid's like. Rah. I'm just saying. Let's say you got to do that. Uh, Three hours a day. Okay. Three and hours a day. I got a kid. Five days a week. Five days a week. Room and board. And then and somebody's washing me down. I get somebody to wash yeah, me down. Yeah, somebody washes you down. Some oats. Every once in a while, you get to have sex with a lady horse, but they <laughs> pick out the lady horse. Mm. Okay. It doesn't sound like such a good deal. I mean, like, you can't blame these horses for being grumpy now that I think about it. Yeah. It's probably not the best. Mm. Yeah, and they nail your shoes onto your feet. That's yeah. tricky. Yeah, that doesn't. They say that doesn't hurt, though. Yeah, I bet it does. I bet every once in a while, some jerk with that they gets the nail into the part of your foot that does hurt because they say they're yeah. na- they're just nailing into the toenail part. Yeah, yeah. But then well, I was just gonna say that it's like clipping your toenails. It doesn't hurt. It's like yeah, sometimes it does because sometimes you do it like wrong or you catch a little piece. You and you're make like, a that mistake. Hurts. Yeah. You ever had an ingrown toenail? <laughs> <laughs> no can i see yours <laughs> i don't have any picture well look at this look at this toenail i'm wearing my Uh-oh. sandals but this toenail oh, that man. one was removed when i was removed uh, eight or nine i had an ingrown toenail and that it was they took it off in the 70s and the guy was like well, we'll just take it off and it'll grow back but it never grew back exactly correct but it was infected it was poking into oh. one side and no one was Why keeping was... track of my feet i was a kid i didn't know what was going <laughs> was, on was keeping track of your feet well you know you like to think like parents are like looking at your feet to make yeah, sure your feet well, and, are okay and, and i guess it hurt but i was just sucking it up or something and then putting my shoes on it's and not your so fault you're a tough my, kid my mom and dad yeah I'm a t- i was a tough kid are you kidding me yeah um that was before <laughs> cage fighting and you're whatnot, like a, you're like a horse probably, of a kid yeah sure i would have gotten into that um yeah, so uh, I like that. That was the like in in the olden days, or whenever your toe thing happened. That was in the, the 70s. There's a lot of doctors that that was their attitude was just take it off, get rid of it. Like, yeah, do you remember when I like, lost my tonsils that way? It was like, what do you got a cold? <laughs> Let's take teeth, your tonsils. Too, out. There was like a period. I don't know what generation it was, but like teeth. If you had a bad tooth, they just pull it. They would just pull your teeth, and then some people would just get dentures. Like they were just like, let's yank all your teeth, and we'll throw some dentures in there. Well, Belinda, my wife, grew up in uh, New Zealand, and that was a thing that the Maori people was. There was a it was a thing that some of the young people would do on their you know when they were adults. It's like, hey, here's your present. We're going to pull all your teeth out and give you false teeth, so you'll just have beautiful teeth all the time. And, uh, and then yeah. you go. I kind of, I kind of enjoyed my real. Ones. It's not a good. It's not a good it's move. A bad trade off. It's not a good. move. But that was a thing that people did. Like some doctors were just like, "Look, it's just too much work. We'll, we'll just, just yank them all out." And you just think, man, who was that? Some of these doctors were lunatics. Like yeah. actual. Well, those were dentists. I'm going in for a tooth cleaning tomorrow. Are you? Well, yeah. don't let them yank out all your teeth. Like no, if you suggest if they that. suggest it. But they're always bringing up new. Tri- like this guy's got me on come in every three four months. Except I don't make the appointment in advance in case I get a gig. What And they, he, they changed. They used to have an assistant that would call me and say, look, there's a fallout. There's only one of the hygienists. The, they've got two hygienists that are sadistic, terrible human beings, and I uh-huh. won't let them clean my teeth anymore. So I'll only go see Linda, who's there on Thursdays. And uh, 
And then they hired a new office manager, so she's kind of a little less uh, on it she as far as calling me up. So now she? it's been a little bit long since the last time I had my teeth oh. cleaned, so I know Linda's going to have her work cut out for me. Oh, I just hate, you know, they date every once in a while, even Linda. The gentle Sometimes. angel who cleans my teeth most of the time. Every once in a while, she'll have a little slip and dig into my gum, and oh, I'm not yeah. crazy about. It. But the dentist is always trying to talk me into some kind of deep yeah. cleaning where they're going to get in there with some, you know, they really go down into your gum and kind of clean <laughs> underneath where you can see. And I'm like, first of all, I don't think I'm going to live long enough for that to become a problem. And second of all. I feel like you're kind of making stuff up. You're cleaning yeah. something that no one can see. It's invisible to people. Only you know about it. Yeah. Yeah. I think dentists are big on – my thing with them is they're always like, let's just see if your insurance will cover it. And then and that's how they decide if you need it well, or not. Well, I don't have any and then dental like, insurance. See, I know. Out. I know. Me neither. So that's the thing where I'm like, I don't have it. And they're like, oh, okay. Well, I'm out of pocket. What's it cost? Well, it's – yeah, it's one of the – because I remember there was a thing there where everybody was getting mouth guards – like you get a, uh, um, like for when you sleep, so you mm -hmm. don't grind your teeth. They're like, oh, you grind, everybody grinds their teeth in their sleep. And I was like, I'm pretty sure I don't grind my teeth in my sleep. And they're like, ah, you do. You should get one yeah. of these. And then I was like, I don't have insurance. And they're like $500 or something. So I was like, there's no way. They're like, ah, you'll probably be fine without one. And I was like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You don't need it. Belinda's got a mouth guard because she does grind her teeth. Well, and some people she do. used to always say to me, you know, if you sleep, the studies show if you sleep with someone who grinds their teeth and you're going to start grinding your teeth. And you know what? I said to her, you've got to stop saying that to me yeah, because, because you're I don't stop. need you to hypnotize me into becoming a tooth grinder. Well, the thing is, is if you do it, you know, like I had a friend of mine who did it, one of my buddies in high school. And when, you know, like we'd go and have a party or whatever, and you'd all sack out on your mm -hmm. friend's couch and you could hear like he would grind. You could hear it. Uh -huh. And he like would wake, wake up, up in the morning with a little tooth his dust teeth in his were mouth. Like smooth. Yeah. Across, like he actually did it. Yeah. Like his teeth were, and then I don't know if he wound up getting it. You know who doesn't like, do that? that the guy, guy who forgets his credit card at the bar. Yeah. That guy doesn't grind his never teeth. Grinds he his doesn't teeth. get an ulcer. He's so relaxed. He always never constipated. He's yeah. just always crapping all the time. He can eat all the cheese he wants. He's so. Ah, uh, he's got his electric car. That's my car. fantasy about that yeah. guy. Of course, actually, he's got a gambling problem and his liver is shot. Gambling problems are kind of cool, though, too. Gamblers are pretty fun. They're always, I always like, think they've, guys. Got, and then, they've got great story. Like when I listen to um, Norm McDonald yeah. talk about gambling <laughs> on somebody's podcast, it always sounds like he's just having a great time. But then at the same time, it's like, wait, what? You lost all your money. Yeah. Oh, my God. So much. You can lose a lot. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. The dentist always wants you to get something that you don't need. It's true. They're always trying to get extra stuff. They're trying to upsell you. Yep. But you don't have a set of all gold teeth. <laughs> <laughs> you know what we should do? Polish them. Huh? You're like, what? You can come in. It's a whole, it's a weekend retreat. It's you <laughs> and six other people. And we all take turns laminating each other's yeah. teeth with, it's like those slip covers they used to put on furniture, but it's on yeah. your teeth. It makes them shiny and impenetrable. <laughs> and you don't have to floss because they're sealed. You could have oh. the strongest teeth in the world. Man, I had to get, because I didn't have insurance and I had to get my wisdom teeth pulled. Mm-hmm. And uh, have you done that? Did you have your head? I have had my wisdom. Did you get pulled. them pulled? Did you yeah. go out? Did they put knock you out and do it? No. No, you were awake for it. Yeah. Yeah. See, mine was supposed to be put out. Mine weren't, con it wasn't 
complicated. They they were just like the, these, there's yeah. not a room for there's not room for these, but they're com- I can see them. Yeah, and we're just gonna and that, we, we're gonna they they did local. Yeah, they give you a shot. Yeah, they froze mine too because because the anesthesiologist was like three hundred bucks or something. I was like, do I need to have that guy or can you just freeze it or something? And he mm-hmm. was like, well, no, it's better if you're out. But I was like, he's like, you don't care, and I was like, no, I don't care. Like if, it, if I can save three hundred dollars, <laughs> like that's what in my head. I'm like, if I can save, how much is the freezing? The freezing's like four ninety nine. Like you know, it's like two dollars or tooth or something. I was like, yeah, do that. But then afterwards, it's like they really gotta reef those things. I can see why they want you on God, just because he's like got his knee on my shoulder and like yeah, they clamp yeah. it on there and they're trying to reef my. And then you're conscious, so you're sort of like pulling back, like he's trying to pull. Yeah, you're trying to help, it, and you're sort of trying to. Work yeah, it. teeth don't come out super easy. My uh, no, my dad used to tell a story. You know, he got his out when he was a young man, but it'd be in his teens, I think, maybe late early twenties. And his dentist was was my mother's dad, my grandfather. Oh, okay. So my, I don't think it was his father in law at the time that this happened, but he maybe was dating my mom at that time. <laughs> he goes into the dentist. The guy's going to pull out his teeth, and it's on like Saturday. It's a Saturday appointment, and my grandfather cracks my dad's tooth. Like he he shatters it, but he can't get it out. Oh. And so they got to make an appointment to the in the t- dentist at the big city that's like, you know, ten fifteen miles away, and they can't get in until Monday. So he just kind of packs it with cotton. And, oh. and goes to take it. So my dad like couldn't eat anything or drink anything. He's got a broken, bloody broken tooth, tooth in his head. Oh, I'd be so weird too chewing if you got a big. Oh, wad I don't of- think he could chew. I don't think he could eat anything. No, you'd be because yeah. just having that in your mouth, having a big wad of like gauze in your well, mouth. Well, in a br- in a br- so the tooth is broken. And you know, oh my god. Uh, yeah, who's listening? How are you having a yeah, good time this is right a nice now? One? <laughs> How's a treadmill workout going? <laughs> At least you don't have a broken tooth. <laughs> At least you don't have a broken tooth. Yeah, it hurts if you break a tooth. It a sure lot of my does. friends don't have all their teeth. Like a lot of my friends played hockey growing up, and so none, like no, lots of people lost their teeth. How do you lose your teeth playing, playing hockey? Is the puck hits you in the mouth? Or? Sticks a lot of times, or fighting, but a lot of times high sticks. Yeah, like a buddy of mine took a high stick. He was playing a night game one time, and he got a high stick and it knocked out all of his bottom front teeth, but it broke him off right at the gum line. Oh, so right at the root, and it was a night. It was a later oh. game, and there was no. They couldn't find like a an emergency dentist, so, so he had to like wait while they tried to find somebody to get. And he was just like, it was the most painful thing. And he's like a tough guy. He's not a yeah softy. But I was like, he's like, you. How like, old was he when that happened? Oh, we were probably like nineteen, twenty. So something. maybe he, they'd give him some whiskey But it was like, well, no, because it's like it's, the nerves are all exposed. So he's like, you couldn't, he's like, I couldn't open my mouth. Like, just, just air. You couldn't like, move just the or air, let anything touch him. The air touching oh, your exposed oh, nerves. Because oh. think about, you know, if you drink something no, that's no, no. too cold and how much that hurts. Keep but the nerves are just it. hanging out in the oh. air. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. Oh, good story, Nige. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't think we had anything to talk about, but- <laughs> <laughs> These are all awesome. Let's get back to your toenail. <laughs> um, no, I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, the doctor's in. Call us up with your medical problems. Everybody's We're got work something wrong it. with their body. It's you know, there's some little yeah. thing has gone wrong, and you just got to deal with it. Yeah, oh that. Um, uh, whatever. So anyway, 
I go to this drag racing thing because I met this woman that I was day. I was Ooh, on a long. She was a drag racer. No, she was way drag queen. But I met her when I was working in Denver, <laughs> and we were dating kind of long distance. And then she said, "Oh, one of the things that I do is I come out to I I go to these drag racing things." When and the thing that she liked about drag racing was, you know, she was. I can't remember exactly how old she would have been at the time, but she must have been early 30s. And and she had met some older guy um, who was 50-something, and he was part of a drag racing team. And so he would pay for her and her friend to fly out, and they'd hang out in the tent. And I'd go, this guy thinks he's going to sleep with you. And that's what the and she'd go, no, no, we're just friends. We just hang out. So we go out. So she's coming out here, and she wants to go to the drag race. She's going to bring me along to meet him. She wants me to meet him. And so he's super excited to meet me because I'm sleeping with this woman that he wants, wants to, sleep to sleep with. And I know that, <laughs> and he knows that. But she thinks I'm a jerk because I keep trying to tell her, look, this is what's going on. So he's sort of like hospitable to me and hostile towards me behind her back at the same time. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it was a weird... But, but anyway, we're at the drag race. We get to go in the pit and see the cars, and, you know, they tune them up. They're these finely... It's like a Swiss watch that then you light on fire, <laughs> you know, <they're> these fine-tooled <laughs> machines. But when they when they go, they're only going a quarter mile. So it's an yeah. explosion, and the, the whole trick is to let the cu- clutch out fast enough that the tires spin and then grab and you take off so they heat up the tires so they're a little bit sticky at the beginning but when those cars when they ignite and blast they give off such a thunderous like you have to have earplugs in but you can feel it in your chest it feels like some guy is just going right on your chest when the car takes off and so the power of that there's an emotion to that power and i think that's that there was a little bit of a turn on for these women in that oh like, yeah the like like it was uh, like they could feel it sexually yeah i think they could feel it in their lady bottoms <laughs> nigel i'm not sure but i'm pretty that's sure that's really what you i know, thought i was got like a <laughs> reservoir of squishy goo down there that you can sense things with it i don't know how ladies parts work but i feel I like either. i just made that part thing up about i feel like i might have that may have been a little offensive, and I apologize for describing <laughs> lady parts as a. I don't know how lady parts work, but when, but probably when the, the car takes off, that's nice. Yeah, it feels good. I yeah. felt good to me, and I don't even have a lady part. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> anyway, I felt like I might have a lady part there for a minute. Yeah, God, that's how good it felt. Was it just when I was describing it? Yeah, just mean, describing it. Mm, yeah. So who knows? Nice. Um. Yeah, those are. I mean, so. Okay, wait. So, what happened with the girl and the guy? Did they ever? No, get they together? never. She, she was not interested in him. He was oh. interested in her, but she wasn't interested in him. But then I was sort of a jerk for that. She ended up coming out for my. Uh, I think it might have been my fortieth birthday. She came out here for my birthday and threw a no hitter. Like she was out for four or five days and came to my birthday party and we didn't have sex the whole time. And I was like, and. I kind of brought that up as like, this is a little bit weird, you know, because it's my birthday and yeah. we're dating and <laughs> it's long, we don't get to see that each other that often. And I thought, well, this is a sign that maybe she, maybe she's not that into me or maybe she's got something going with somebody else. Yeah. And so we made this plan and so she's coming out, but she's trying to be cool to me about it or something. She's one of those girls that just wants to be friends with guys or something, <laughs> yeah. maybe. Yeah. They don't, they don't want to have sex with me. Um <sighs> All guys want to have sex. But anyway, that yeah. was it was long distance. It wasn't going to work out. Yeah. Yeah. I always think that's funny when girls completely 
dispute the fact that you think like, I think that guy might want to have sex with you. And they're like, no, it's like, it's very plausible. I'm sorry, but are you not familiar well, with men? They act like you <laughs> are, you're, you're insulting their intelligence yeah. or, or their ability to have something besides being a hot woman mm. going for right like, I, yeah i think that's oh, you don't think he would want to be i'm not smart enough that he wants to be friends with me and i go yeah that's why he want you're not only are you hot but you're also smart you're smart and you have a sense of humor yeah and so he wants so to sleep course. with you it's the, the same that's why i want to sleep with the you because you're hot and you've got a sense of humor yeah. and you're smart and so that's guess what yeah i know i'm always sort of fascinated by that that it's like it's I, but I think that is is like a lot of you're exactly what you're saying. Women are like, no, I, uh, this guy respects me and, and appreciates our friendship. So I'm like, yeah, but it, that doesn't mean that he doesn't want to have sex with you too. On the it, like, if you turned around to him and like just said, let's have sex, he would say yes. No, I mean, this is what you want, ladies. You want yeah. a guy who respects you and also thinks you're hot. Yeah, and if that happens. He wants to have sex yeah. with you. And I think generally a lot of times when guys are friends with women, it's because that that's the one thing that's missing. But they're like, well, we're we're friends and she's cool. And, baby, and if she ever breaks up with that guy or, yeah, or maybe whatever, it'll I'm in. I yeah. could be in. Yeah, I agree. You can really only trust gay guys, ladies. Yeah, I mean, I hate true. to break it to you. But even though the, even sometimes they still want to touch your boobs. Some of those guys are They'll faking. Get... <laughs> <laughs> they still There's will. not as many gay guys think... as you think, hot ladies. Okay. <laughs> It's true. I'm just Some of these gay dudes are fake. <laughs> They're just in it to, to oh, touch the boobs. Yeah, how outrageous! Can it? Can it, I would love it if that turned into a scandal, like <laughs> like just just some guy who's like a go-go dancer in Hollywood, and he's like, I was just doing it. Uh, I'm just waiting for these chicks to let their guard down. <laughs> I was holding out. I was really holding out. Uh, it was tough. I had to make out with a lot of men. It was tough. Yeah, uh, I had to make out with them. You know, that made sacrifices. I gave a couple of guys, you know, a little bit of relief. But uh, I went further than I wanted to a lot of times. But, but look, uh, did I get to meet a lot of supermodels? I sure did. I sure did. I sure did. It was worth it in the end. It, mm -hmm. I made sacrifices, but in the end, I got a pretty special gal. Yeah, and she appreciates great. me for my She's personality. Great. She still thinks I'm a little bit gay, but uh, we're working through that. But you know what? Also, I'm a great dancer now. I was a terrible dancer before. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm actually You can't hang good. out with those guys without some consequences. And yeah. I tell you what, one of the consequences yeah. is you learn how to dance. Yeah. I look great. I've got great style. My hair is amazing. <laughs> I've got some good workout tips. <laughs> I got some great, I'm in great shape. Mm. <laughs> and I know how to make all of those uh, kind of beach drinks with the umbrellas in them. I know how to make all of those. You want a delicious drink with alcohol? I know it. I know how to do it. I know that. how to do it. So, you name it. Yeah. Ah, man. Great underwear collection. Yeah. Um, <laughs> hey, if you want to know some of the pros of being... <laughs> I think they already made this show. It's called Queer Eye for the Straight Guy, but still... Yeah, that's true. They should. That show could come back. I think they need. they didn't take that show far enough. Yeah, it's, that's uh, what we're talking about. The, yeah, all the other aspects of life that they, those guys have nailed down. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're having a good time. Yeah, they know a few you. things we don't know. They do. They know how to have a fun time, man. Drive through West Hollywood. Everybody's having a great time there. Everybody looks good, and they're having a great time. They seem they seem happy. The only yeah. downside of being a gay guy is assholes who want to beat you up all the time because you're a gay guy. Which I is, think you're just jealous. 
because like those you, guys, you, the guys who yeah, because you're like, look at that guy him. with his great hair having so much fun drinking on the patio. Yeah, Ooh, I hate that guy. Up on that guy. <laughs> yeah, it's like worry hey. about yourself. Yeah, and he's like, I can't. I'm out of shape. I have no fun. Ah, I don't know how to dance. Mm. Oh, yeah. Nigel, it's not as fun. In our neighborhood, driving around, you know. No, you go down to those bars. More, it's not. This, this neighborhood isn't quite even. I wouldn't say we live in a heterosexual. I mean, they, there's not a there's not a there's no gay clubs. There's no gay on. bars, but it's like you I know think there the might bars be a gay are, bar down on Main Street, but I don't know there? which one it is. Maybe I'm going there, and I, I haven't spent enough time down there. Okay, no, well, I don't let's think go there figure is that one. out. Let's go figure it out, and then uh, work on our dance moves. Maybe we'll have a little another conversation before this podcast comes out, or maybe we won't. Maybe this was it. Who knows? Maybe this was it. We don't know. Stay tuned, everybody. You got to roll the dice. You take yep. your chances. Roll the dice. Maybe we'll come back here with no teeth. Maybe maybe Jake will go to the dentist. No teeth. I'll tell you one thing. I'm going to be careful around horses. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Ride them down to the bar. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I know the suspense has been killing you. Guess what? I could not get the uh, washing machine to work. I went to the appliance parts store because I thought I could get a tip from the man who worked there. But he was cantankerous, to say the least. He was one of those guys who he loved that he was in a situation where he knew more about something than I did. And and he just it was it's like being in some kind of weird comic book Alice in Wonderland world where if you don't ask the right answer, he gives you some answer that or you ask the, don't ask the right question, he gives you some answer that sounds like a riddle. And uh, through picking his brain, I came to the conclusion that I really needed to pay someone to come and look at my washing machine. And so that's what I've done. That's what I've done. I haven't done that yet, but I've scheduled that to happen. And so this cliffhanger is to be continued. We won't know until next week what happens with my washing machine. I know that it's going to be a tough week for you. It's going to be a tough week for me. I may be flying in New York with dirty underpants. No, that's not going to happen. I'll go to the laundromat if I have to. i got to work around. Anyway, uh, it's not the end of the world. I'm not going to give up. And don't you give up. There'll be plenty of time to give up later. I got some sad news today, though. It seems like Nigel is going back to Canada for a while. OMG. W.T. Fuck. Oh, it's my wife. That traitor going back to Canada. Blame Canada. Blame Canada. (laughs) We may have some copyright issues. (laughs) Oh, come on. Trey and Matt love me. They don't care if I sing their song. They do. Well, thanks for stopping by the podcast. Yeah, hi, podcast people out there in podland. I was just telling them the washing machine may not be fixed until tomorrow. I can live with that. Yeah. Hopefully it'll be fixed If it's fixed tomorrow, tomorrow, I can live with it not being fixed today. But if it's not fixed tomorrow, I'm going to fucking hate it. (laughs) What are you going to do? Punch it right in the guts. All right. Going to walk out there. There's no soft bits on the washing machine to give it a good punch. I'll I'll just punch the washing that's inside it. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. Yeah. All right. Punch that. So what are you doing? Well, I'm just... (laughs) What am I doing? I'm just finishing up this week's episode of the podcast. <laughs> yeah. You, yeah. Yeah. What I, are you doing? Yeah. Helping you. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's I, so nice I, to have a wife around the house. So I'm going to sign off now 
and wish you all luck in the coming weeks with your washing and your machines. God bless. And now I need you to come in and help us with our recalcitrant 10-year-old. Thank you very much. Yeah. I'm going to put her in her place. I'm going to show her who's boss. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, because she won't listen to me. I'm not the boss. I'm just the dickhead parading Mm. around as her mother. Yeah. When I say that, I'm in big trouble. Okay. Thanks. Bye. Yeah.